Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Day 380. Can you imagine this country, this great country of ours, abandoning Americans behind enemy lines? 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the show. I guess we're heading into now Labor Day weekend, and then we come back from Labor Day weekend, and then it's pedal to the metal. It's it's hardcore, full-on, the single most important midterm election in our lifetime, and you got to look at it that way. We have some good poll numbers we'll share with you, um, and but you don't you, you can't take any race for granted. You just can't. If you do, you do so at your own peril. I will tell you, it's hard to understand, and I I, I absolutely under, know that the Democrats we know their battle plan. They're going to run on January sixth and Donald Trump. They're they're going to run on the Dobbs decision, and they're going to try and scare women into believing something that is false which is abortion has been outlawed in America. It's not true. And it's not going to be true. But when all the dust settles, most states will have legal abortion. They'll have some restrictions, and then you'll have states that have no restrictions, like New York and California, et cetera, likely New Jersey, Illinois, state, liberal states like that, where people can travel to if that's what they really want, late-term abortion, et cetera. So that, they're going to they're run on that as well. And then they'll use the usual playbook, which is Republicans, racist, sexist, blah, blah, blah. The, sa- the same playbook they always use. What they can't run on is any identifiable real success. They can't. The number of Americans now who say that their suffering economically is hit at all-time high. Look at this. Um, according to Gallup, Now, this is the highest point, the highest number since the data began being recorded. And Gallup's poll categorizes Americans as thriving, struggling or suffering, according to how they respond to questions about their lifestyle. Nearly six percent of Americans qualified for suffering, which is the highest number since the organization started recording this statistic. The other its previous high was 4.8%. I've been telling you and warning you what was going to happen with real estate. New construction has stopped. Sale of pre-existing homes have now come basically to a screeching halt, with the exception of states where the migration is still remains very, very strong. States like the Carolinas, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Alabama, st- those states are doing fine. They're not going to be hit as hard. And it's about to get worse, and I'll explain that in a second. Real estate CEO says home buyers are absolutely freaked out about soaring interest rates. I haven't looked at the Dow today. Well, down a thousand points on Friday, and in light of the Fed chairs basically saying they're going to raise interest rates, most are expecting another seventy-five basis point increase, which is three quarters of a point. That that's that's massive. But anyway, U.S. housing market is now in the midst of a its own recession, so if you really want to call it for what it is. Um, and anyway, 
Uh, the CEO of Redfin, C- Redfin CEO says, Glenn Kelman is his name, noting the housing demand plummeted because buyers are absolutely freaked out as the Federal Reserve's sharp interest rate hikes have prompted an increase in the mortgage rates. The economic instability has now resulted in a very high cancellation rate for home sales, even for the deals that are under contract. It's just hard to put deals together because the economy is so volatile. I told you this was going to be a three-step process. One is new home construction would come to a screeching halt. That has now happened, backed by statistics. Well, the next step is sale of pre-existing homes would end. People are not going to want to give up their low 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. They're not. They're not going to. They're going to stay put until this thing turns around, hopefully sooner than later, but it doesn't look like it will. And now the next logical thing is, unfortunately for most people, their home values are, are going to drop significantly. You know, there was an article out today that in a matter of months, you know, the housing market has chilled down completely. The slowdown now is contributing negatively to the economy. And that presents, you know, if you're a home buyer and you can stomach high prices, okay, no prices are now coming down. Uh, but does it justify the higher interest rate that you're going to pay? That's something you're going to have to mathematically work out with your accountants and the people you you talk to about finances, et cetera. Um, even Elizabeth Warren, very worried. The Federal Reserve will trigger a recession to contain inflation. Hey, um, will somebody tell Senator Warren we're already in a recession by, by a very definition? But here's what I read this weekend that really scares me. I want you to pay very close attention to this. And there's one article after another, after another, after another. Europe gas prices now have hit a record as the crisis now of becoming reliant on Vladimir Putin for the lifeblood of their economy is now about to pay. It's almost potentially catastrophic for Europe. That's how bad it is. And now we've discovered that some of the funding for the environmental extremists and climate alarmist cultists in Europe was actually coming from Russia. Because once they once Western Europe stopped being energy independent and stopped providing their own sources of energy and became more and more reliant on Vladimir Putin for their energy needs, um, they gave up. I, I don't understand the thought process where it's okay to get energy from Vladimir Putin, but it's not okay to have your own energy domestic production at home. That makes no sense. Now the Belgian energy minister is warning that the next five to ten winters in Europe will be, quote, terrible unless the European Union moves to swiftly impose a price cap on runaway gas prices. Well, how's that going to work, a price cap? Are you going to tell Vladimir Putin what he's going to charge and not charge you for energy? Are you going to tell OPEC and Saudi Arabia? Are you going to tell Venezuela? Are you going to tell who – who are you going to tell? So they're going to raise it, and then what? You're going to subsidize the rest? These countries will be bankrupt. Their threat, they actually are predicting the potential for hundreds of thousands of people to die this coming winter alone because they're not going to be able to afford to heat their homes. Now, Elon Musk, interesting guy to me. Elon Musk actually says the world needs more oil and gas as a bridge to renewables. He's saying that as the owner, as the CEO of Tesla, against his own best financial interests. 
Now, he says the world needs more oil and gas to deal with the energy shortage while pushing to transition to renewables. We don't have somebody needs to tell him he's smarter than this. He ought to know this. We don't have the technology for renewables and all of these electric cars. I'm fine with electric cars. I have a friend of mine that has a Tesla, swears by it, loves his Tesla. But the problem is to make those batteries, you need a lot of mining of Mother Earth to get the cobalt and get the nickel and the manganese and all the other minerals and all the heavy-duty equipment that uses diesel to get it. And by the way, when you charge it, 88% of the electric grid still comes from fossil fuels. So that's not helping people that much. Anyway, so in Europe, their energy crisis and the impact of Russia's war with Ukraine and Vladimir Putin turning off the spigot, and in Germany, literally, it, it's, it's having an impact. Public buildings, museums, landmarks, Brandenburg Gate, for example, in Berlin, no longer illuminated overnight. They don't have the energy to do it. In Hanover last month, hot water was cut off uh, at public buildings because the city's seeking to cut consumption by 15%. This is just the beginning of, of the pain and think of the groveling that's going to go on with Western Europe to Vladimir Putin begging and pleading and hoping that maybe he'll open the spigot again. And in Spain, Congress agreed to temperature limitations, air conditioning, uh, no cooler than 27 degrees Celsius or 81 degrees Fahrenheit. 81 degrees? I don't want to be in a room with 81 degrees that's air conditioned. In Italy, air conditioning in schools and public buildings limited now. Italy's one of the European countries most reliant on Russian energy. Over in France, 70% of their energy, thankfully for them, comes from nuclear power, but they now have committed to cutting natural gas consumption as well. You know what this would be if we had half a, half a conscious president with half a brain? It would mean the biggest financial opportunity in probably U.S. history. We could now fill the void with all our hundreds of years' worth of natural gas resources and we could supply Western Europe with all of their needs, which would make them totally, completely independent and not never reliant again on Vladimir Putin. We're not a hostile nation. We, but it would be like we'd help rebuild Europe again before disaster strikes. The next five to ten winters will be terrible unless the EU swiftly moves to impose a price cap on runaway gas prices. Well, that's fine, but you can't put a... Uh, a price cap on what people are going to sell you the energy at. The EU plans emergency intervention uh, to stem the surging power prices. Um, by the way, in America, there was an article. I forgot where I saw it. It was in the Hill. I remember the economy. African-Americans are feeling disproportionate pain from high interest rates. Federal Reserve hiking interest rates in the hopes of uh, cooling off Biden inflation. Their actions are hitting African-Americans who have historically been squeezed out of home ownership and affordable loans the hardest. Fed interest rate hikes are meant to slow consumer and business spending by making debt more expensive, including mortgages. Mortgage rates rise as the Fed hikes its baseline interest rate higher and higher, making monthly home payments more expensive for anyone seeking a new home or those who purchase one with an adjustable rate uh, loan. By the way, at 3% or 4%, you never should have gotten an adjustable rate just for future knowledge. So we have a, cu we have a coming energy crisis. Um, diesel and he heating oil supplies in the Northeast 
are more than 50% below the recent average. That's scary. Fuel supplies are lower than normal across the country for a variety of reasons. Now, they're saying it has to do with Ukraine. I say it has to do with the fact that Biden's been selling off the strategic petroleum reserves, including a million barrels to China. Now, here's another thing that, you know, thanks to the great people that listen to this show, we've been way ahead of the curve on this. We've had so many farmers call this program and so many ranchers call this program. And we've had truckers call this program corroborating what the farmers and the ranchers are saying. We have people in the ranching business. They're getting out of business. They're selling off their herds because they don't see a path to make a profit in the future. With fertilizer costs three, four times what they were paying under Donald Trump, they can't afford to to uh, fertilize enough land to get the, the yield that they would normally get to make a profit. And on top of that, seed costs have now doubled. On top of that, they, with the supply chain crisis, they can't even get the needed spare parts for their heavy-duty equipment so that they can do their job. This is from Bloomberg. Dried-out farms from China to Iowa will pressure food prices. Food prices are going even higher. That's, I bought a freezer recently. I'm going to fill it full of meat because it's, my guess is there's going to be a shortage at some point here. By the way, everywhere I went this weekend, and it was a wedding weekend for me, um, but everybody's apoplectic over this loan forgiveness. We have a new estimate out today from the U uh, Penn Wharton Business School budget model yeah, it's nowhere near the price that Democrats are telling you. They're just lying through their teeth as they usually do. So we'll get to that. We'll give you the economic news. Oh, Joe Biden, of course, calling MAGA semi-fascism. Oh, I thought he was the great unifier. Listen, folks, back in the good old days, we Americans would argue about which policies to pursue to improve the country we love. Now, too often today we find ourselves arguing about whether our country is great or not, or about whether we should love America or be ashamed of America, sad to say. Now, the reason for this is simple. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach young Americans about America's great heritage of liberty and freedom and presenting them instead with a dishonest narrative of America as fundamentally unjust and racist. And Hillsdale College is weighing in on all of this. Uh, for America, they're offering their latest free online course like the great american story a land of hope and constitution 101 and the meaning in the history of our constitution so as we now get closer to constitution day which is september the 17th i encourage all of you to enroll in these free online courses from our friends at hillsdale we have a special website set up for you it's sean for hillsdale.com that's s-e-a-n-f-o-r hillsdale.com and you will never regret it. You're going to learn a lot.